Hello and welcome to DIY TDCS, where we explore what's happening in the fascinating world of transcranial direct current stimulation. My name is John Humphrey, and this is podcast episode number one. My guest today is Anna Maikes, co-founder of StarLab and Neuroelectrics, maker of Inobio, a wireless EEG device, and StarStim, a wireless TCS and TDCS neurostimulator. Anna is based in Barcelona. I spoke with her December 19th, 2012. Okay, so my name is Anna Maikes, and, and I am one of the founders, together with uh, Giulio Ruffini, of Starlab. And Starlab is a company that has been doing research um, in the last uh, 12 years into fields on space and in neuroscience. Um, out of these 12 years of research, um, one of our main goals as a company, as a Starlab, was to do very good cutting-edge research, you know, and develop breakthrough technologies and then uh, be able to to have an impact on society and when we say impact on society we always think of being able to put that research into the form of products and services so people can actually use you know the technologies that we have developed mm -hmm. so after 12 years of research in neuroscience we developed um, two products one was Enovio, a wireless EEG system and the other Starsteam, which is a, a wireless TDCS stimulator. And it was one year and a half ago that with uh, Julio, we, we thought that it would be worthwhile to create a new spin-off company called Neuroelectrics to give full speed to, to the commercialization of these two products because um, the market uh, reception of these products was very good. And we thought it was it was worthwhile to give a serious bet and to open a new company. So Neuroelectrics is um, the company we have created from Starlab to commercialize uh, Enovio and Starsteam. And, and Starlab is currently um, doing uh, more research in, in neuroscience and, and preparing other products. So, so to say, Starlab is our research and development company and Neuroelectrics is more the commercial uh, arm of the Starlab to, to get to the market. And who would you say is uh, your target customer? Well, in Neuroelectrics, I mean, it depends. I mean, in both products, Enovio and Staristeam, we have two kinds of products. Uh, I, I would like to, to say that our initial market are the researchers. We, we call them like the cowboys of the technology. These are the early adopters. So mainly are researchers that um, Lots of them have a clinical side of it, but they are using our products in, in research studies. And then the second um, market is more the clinicians and practitioners. And for the TDCS stimulator, we are focusing mainly on chronic pain uh, practitioners and also on post-drug rehabilitation. To that extent, you will want them to become uh, medical devices, right? Exactly. I mean, uh, both products, Staristeam and Enovio, are medically certified in Europe. This means that we can sell them uh, for medical practice. Okay. Um, we just got awarded in Canada as a medical device um, certification. For which uh, device? For both of them, oh. for Enovio and Staristeam. 
And now we are getting into the US FDA for Enovio. We are filing the 510K because there are other similar wireless EEG systems in the market. And we are um, looking into the uh, Star Steam um, regulatory strategy, which is not uh, a straightforward one. Is it more likely the star stim that would have application uh, with chronic pain and uh, stroke victims? Yes, I mean, what, what we looked is there are a number. I mean, depression is, is certainly another area. But what we looked, I mean, as you know, TDCS is kind of like the technology is not new, but I think that the clinical evidence is kind of new. So in the last three or four years, there has been, you know, a good number of studies uh, by different groups around the world um, showing, you know, the, the the benefits of TDCS application. And, and we found that um, in depression, post-stroke rehabilitation and chronic pain is where most evidence was gathered. So that's why we started to, to work, you know, on those applications. And of course, there are other on the pipeline, you know, like... Um, like cognitive enhancement or addictive disorders, which are very interesting to look at. But I think that the evidence uh, in terms of the number of patients that have been studied has yet to, to be built. Most of the studies have just been dual channel, just anode and cathode, whereas the star stim is a multi-channel. How, how many channels? Is eight channels? Yes, we have eight channels. I think that one of the good things about the system, well, there are two good things about it. It's multi-channel, so means that with these eight channels, you can do multiple stimulations. So you could use two anodes and two cathodes with the typical sponge configuration. Or we also have like the high HD um, electrodes. These are uh, very small um, electrodes, stimulation electrodes, like we call them pi electrodes because they are actually 3.14 centimeters diameter. Mm -hmm. And these electrodes allow you to, uh, for example, place one of these small electrodes as an anode, and then, for example, decide that you want to use four as return electrodes and split the current between the four. And this splitting the return current between multiple electrodes also gives you a higher focality in terms of stimulation. So I think that with the star steam, you can always use the bipolar classical montage with multiple electrodes, or you can also use these new HD um, stimulation electrodes. And on top of that, which I think is really, really interesting, is that you can do TDCS, TACS, or random noise stimulation with the same device, and at the same time, record EEG. So a lot of the people we are working with are very interested in, in monitoring EEG activity before, during, and after stimulation. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. I asked Leo in an email whether or not the TDCS electrodes are interfering with the EEG, and he said that uh, you've worked out some kind of an algorithm to remove the um, interference. Yes, I mean, for the TDCS was kind of easy because, you know, this is like a direct current, which is like constant. And we have been working hard on the TACS, um, you know, algorithm correction. And we, we have a very good, we, we have achieved a good algorithm to, to you know, to clean um, the EEG signal during AC stimulation. So I think we are quite satisfied with the level of EEG monitoring. And on top, um, you can also use dry EEG electrodes, which is something that um, 
for clinical practice, for example, can be a very interesting issue. Mm -hmm. Will you be required to have a separate approval for HD uh, use of the star stem? For what application, sorry? I'm just saying if you're going to use multiple uh, electrodes, will that require a separate approval to uh, acquire the medical device status? No, I don't think so, because what, what the FDA is looking at is, is mostly on the kind of um, stimulation current you're applying to the brain. Mm. So they are more worried about, you know, DC or AC, um, the safety issues of this stimulation. And, and I think this is what, what they're mostly looking into, you know. Not so much on the size of the electrodes, but what kind of current and to what voltage um, you're applying into the brain and whether this is safe or not. And uh, in the United States, will you have to get separate certification for each application? Like, uh, would you need one for stroke rehabilitation and another for uh, for chronic pain? Yes. I mean, in the... In the U.S., you know, um, compared to Europe, there is different regulations with regards FDA. And you have to submit the file for your product linked to the treatment or, or a specific pathology. So the moment you increase uh, the pathologies and if these are not approved in a similar device, you have to file different um, mm -hmm you know, forms. So this, this makes it uh, a complicated issue because normally they also ask you for clinical evidence on the efficacy of the treatment, uh, something that they don't ask so much in Europe. Or Canada, right? Exactly. Can you talk a little bit about the Roy cohen Kadosh study that's about to... Is it started? Uh, well, um, Roy is, is he's doing different uh, studies as 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 you can see, and I think you should link this mm -hmm. to your to your uh, website. It's, there is a video on New Scientist where he um, he shows how uh, doing TDCs um, during you know somebody doing some mathematical operations in the Wii, you know, or, or playing a game. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and they're wearing the star stem. Yes, so how much it, it improves. Um, Roy has been also working with children. He has been performing some studies with, with children, which is something that um, is very interesting and not many people are, are doing. And, and he's really showing, you know, how there is a, a really relevant um, cognitive enhancement, you know, by the use of TDCS, um, you know, in, in a control group that they are not um, being stimulated with regards to some kids that are being stimulated. So I think that the work that he's a very good researcher, I think his, his protocols are very well designed and he's doing a solid work. And of course, this raises all the typical ethical questions, you know, but if, if we look at the point of view of, of the research, I think it's a um, a very relevant step forward in, in using this technology also for, for example, people with Alzheimer or other pathologies in which cognitive enhancement would be also very interesting mm -hmm. for their treatment. So I, I, I'm also very intrigued to, to see um, his new research because I think it opens the door for a lot of um, medical applications, not, not only cognitive enhancement applications, but as I said, people that have suffered, you know, for neurodegenerative diseases and so on, 
that they can recover part of their, you know, abilities. Are you doing any of your own clinical research? Yeah, I mean, we are a technological development company, so we are not, you know, um, we don't have a clinic or anything. We have a, what we call the early adopter program, and we have made partnerships with 15 hospitals, eight of them in the States and seven here in Europe, that they are doing research in different pathologies, in different hospitals, with our Starstim device. So we are kind of uh, supporting these doctors to do um, clinical studies, and some of the results will be published uh, soon. So I think that uh, there will be a number of um, studies, you know, promoted from Neuroelectrics that you will see um, in publications in the near future. Yeah, because especially about the montages, I think it would be very interesting to see what what's developing with the um, HD electrodes. Yes, do you have any insights into how to measure results? Okay, what I like a lot, for example, is like, uh, for example, people in New York, they are working in post-rehabilitation. And in a recent conference I also attended on neurorehabilitation, uh, for example, people are doing TDCS uh, in, in post-stroke patients uh, for motor recovery. So what they do is they do... Um, TDCS stimulation, and then these patients are doing their, for example, hand rehabilitation using a robot. Mm -hmm. For example, MIT has developed a robot for, let's say, to recover a hand movement. So they, these patients, they do TDCS before doing this motor rehabilitation. And what is really nice is that you can measure the degrees of movement and improvement in the degrees of, of you know, motor recovery very objectively. So I think that these kind of studies also help to give an objective measure on, on how TDCS is, is improving you know, their motor recovery. And as I said, there are a couple of groups that are working very hard on this topic and that they are showing very measurable, measurable uh, results. Oh, that's good news. That, that would be uh, gr great. It's kind of what's needed at this point, right? Yeah. Are you following what's going on uh, as far as the, the home-use EEG devices? For instance, this product called the Muse was just... Uh, was on Indiegogo, which is a competitor of Kickstarter. They just raised $280,000 towards building their device. It looks like it's a single or, or double-channeled EEG device that you, looks like a headband. There's also the NeuroSky, I think it is. And Are you following that at all? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, in fact, I'm looking at the Muse. I, I knew about the Muse. I think that these de these devices are really nice, you know, because they are they, they look very. The design of the Muse, for example, I I, I really like. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the limitation is the number of channels. So, I think that in terms of EEG, you have to very carefully choose um, the application you want to work with. Um, in order to decide whether, you know, NeuroSky or Emotive or Muse is your, your um, you know, ideal um, device. Yeah, it's hard to say right at this point whether the, they could be useful or if they're actually just kind of like a, a toy. I mean, for example, I can only talk about our positioning in the market. We started with Enovio with only four uh, channels on the forehead. 
And when we approach, you know, people in the medical field, which is kind of our target, we we discovered that they thought this was very limited in terms of number of channels and positions. So I guess that if you're going to be um, working in a market more, you know, on leisure, for example, on games, no, mm-hmm. or, or BCI or some kind of very simple emotion recognition, you may be okay with a very limited number of channels. But as for neuroelectrics, we want to focus on the medical applications, mm-hmm. you know, of uh, EEG. And in that respect, um, we feel that doctors and, and, and researchers, they want to have the maximum covering of, of, of the head and, and brain mapping. So at least 20 channels is what they would request to have more like medical uh, applications. So I'm also very curious to see how Muse and Emotive and and uh, Neurosky, um, what is going to be their their target market, you know, if it's still going to be games or they're, you know, trying to get in, into other fields. But uh, as I said, I think there are really, really different um, markets. Mm-hmm. So you don't have any ideas to develop a, a, a product for that market, do you? No. Uh, yeah. in, in fact, since we created the company, we never, I mean, we are looking very closely at what Emotive and Neurosky is doing and so on. But our target market was always, it was, it was never the mass market. I see. And, and it wasn't a device that cost, you know, $100, you know, because the signal quality for us is very important. Um, the, you know, the brain mapping, uh, source localization was very important. So, so I think we started by a, by a different market segment. I don't know if in five, ten years, because we have been very successful um, in Enovio, we will, you know, be stepping into other markets. But it is not um, currently in our plans to get into these mass market areas. How is Enovio doing in Europe? I, uh, well, we are really, really happy about um, some of the sales we've done and the clients we have. Um, we are getting very good research groups working uh, with Enovio in very, very interesting areas, like even private companies working on emotion recognition, um, of course, neuromarketing. Um, <laughs> a lot of very interesting companies in Canada working in traumatic brain injury, working in the sports field, you know, trying to prevent uh, concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, some very, very interesting companies also uh, working, for example, in Oxford the University doing a worldwide study on children growth. They are monitoring 500 children in all over the world. And uh, when they are three years old, they make them a neurological test in which they are using Enovio. Um, we, we have people, of course, working on brain-computer interface. Uh, to control, you know, computers, wheelchairs uh, for the paralyzed. Uh, we are sponsoring a conference in New York in January on meditation. And, and meditation initially looks like a very, um, you know, a strange topic, but uh, the people that approach us are working in, at the Sloan Kettering uh, Cancer Hospital. And what they did is they take a group of children, they uh, make them meditation before they went into the chemo uh, treatment. 
And, and the results of the study showed that the kids that went through meditation before chemium, they had less pain and they tolerated better, better the treatment than the ones that didn't meditate. So Enovio is helping them to uh, get some objective data and measurement on, on why is this happening. So I think it is, you know, EEG applications are, are I like them to move into the medical field and, you know, to show how EEG can help patients, you know, to suffer less or to be better monitored. So we are really, really satisfied by the reception of um, of Enobio in the market and, and the very interesting applications that people are working on. I saw that you, you're speaking just about being an entrepreneur and I'm very curious about the startup scene in Spain and in Europe in general. Here they're saying there's almost a bubble in terms of how much money is available from in the VC community. You know, they're just throwing money at anything that moves. But um, what, what I'm hearing is that it's, it's not at all like that over in Europe, uh, with perhaps a couple of little exceptions. I hear Berlin is really active. Um, do you have a take on that? Well, I can only speak by Spain, which is not in its uh, hypes in terms of the economic situation. No. <laughs> okay. So I think that the VC community, at least in Spain, and I cannot talk about Europe because I haven't approached any VCs in Europe, but in Europe yet. But in Spain, I would have to say that it's rather difficult for startups to get um, venture capital, especially for very early stage startups. I think that because of the economic crisis, they have become even more conservative. And I think they were very conservative before. So I think it's really hard for um, for startup companies. I would also say that the, the, the VCs I have found in, in Spain, they are not very specialized uh, in terms of biotech. So when you approach them with a project like Neurolatrix, which is very, you know, medical device and which are very specific technology, it is also hard for them to value. So I think that, I mean, VCs in Spain are investing a lot in IT business, sort of like, you know, e-commerce mm -hmm. and, you know, applications and so on. And I think I am, I am missing a bit um, VCs that are investing more on pure industrial, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, companies and startups in, in innovative fields, especially in the biotech. So I'm not very enthusiastic about um, the future of the VCs in, in Spain and, and, and I don't know if in Europe. I have the feeling that in the States, first, they are more specialized. I think second, they have less aversion to risk, you know, mm -hmm. and that they are, they are willing to take a bit more of risk than, than in Europe. Do you um, aggressively go after patents? Is that part of your strategy? No. I mean, we do have um, some patents that are protecting our product, but um, I think our barriers of entry are not based on the protection of our system, but more on the knowledge we are getting. Uh, like, for example, in our Staristin um, technology, we have created a database on the cloud in which we are, you know, storing uh, the protocols, um, the results of the EEG, and all that knowledge is very difficult to copy if you are later in the market. 
So I think that our barriers of entry will not come from the pure IP, but more, uh, you know, on the knowledge that you are able to generate. The data, that's, a, that's amazing. You're saying that they're collecting the data to the cloud, that, and you have access to all of it? Uh, yeah, well, yes, because we, we give them, let's say, like a loan of the device to do a, a particular, uh, you know, research. So in some of them, we are helping them to process the EEG data. So we will be co-authors, you know, in the, in the startup will be a co-author in, in the research. So we will publish some of this data in conferences and Congress. So I would be happy to share um, those results of the studies with you. Oh, that would be great. Did I see that uh, your software runs on a Mac? Yes, it does. It certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> That's like so rare. It's so, I could tell from your website, it looks like a be beautiful software. Yeah, we always said we want to be the apple of neuroscience. And if you pay attention to our pictures, our packaging of the product, uh, you know, all our dissemination materials are meant to, you know, have an impact on the eye because I think it's, you know, even if we are selling to researchers or doctors, everybody likes to have a nice device, you know, and a nice software. So we pay a lot of attention to the to the design issues mm. of, of the technology. I think it shows. It's beautiful. And I really appreciate your time, Anna. Maybe we can do this again, you know, in six months or a year. Of course, of course. I mean, I, I will be able to to give you specific results in terms of studies being done with, with Starsteam because, as I said, we loaned 15 devices to different hospitals and research centers, so they are collecting the data now. And I think that in the next two, three months, we'll have some conclusions on the, on the research they are doing. So it would be good to share them with you. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll stay in touch. Yes, and for any anything you want to you know to talk about, I mean, we'll be happy to keep a close that's, uh, that's great. contact because you're helping the TDCS field, and we are so we are we are all trying to push the technology forward. Yeah, it's just very exciting. Okay, thanks, Anna. We'll, thanks, I'll, John. I'll let you know when uh, it's going to be published. Okay, and let us know if we can be of any help okay, for you. Okay, thanks very much. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. For more information about Anna and Neuroelectrics, visit neuroelectrics.com. N e u r o e l e c t r i c s dot com, or check links and show notes at diytdcs dot com. Thanks.